And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week of Major League Baseball playoffs. It is BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio. And with me, rejoining me, my man, Ryan Horvat. How you doing, Ryan? Cody, I'm good, man. I'm looking forward to these games. Um, it's been an exciting start to the postseason, I think, to say the least, man. So good to be back. Good to talk about these games. Oh, man, it is so good to have you back. We, you, we missed you last week. We had a hell of a run of games, obviously, to start off these DSs. Uh, and why not? Let's just get right into it right now. As you can tell, by the way, my voice is a little hoarse. I spent the entire weekend in Las Vegas for the opening of the playoffs. And man, oh, man, was Vegas hopping with the gambling odds. And uh, man, the sports books were just going crazy. It was a fun, fun thing to see. But let's talk a little bit about first things first. The ALDS, let's talk about the Boston Red Sox and Tampa Bay Rays. I think both you and I, Ryan, I, I can't speak on you on, on this game because we didn't chat last week, but I had the Rays not only taking this series, but I knew it was going to be a hard-fought series, but I had the Rays taking the series and then potentially going and winning the World Series. What do you think? Yeah, same here. You know, when we talked uh, two weeks ago when we did our last pod together, you know, I jumped back on the Rays. They were 7-1 to one to win the World Series. And it just shows how insane the postseason is where you could pretty much be a dominant team for 162 games and you never know what's going to happen in the postseason. So I was also on the Rays. I played them on the series price, even took a shot with them uh, on Monday night as well as they lose six to five to Boston. You know, wasn't looking good. Then they do come back. And what was at the top of the eighth? They tied that thing up at five and lose on that uh, walk off from Kiki Hernandez. So kind of a disappointing end of their season also was on the Rays and is you know as we record this, I'm actually kind of shocked that Boston's advancing, man. Um, you know, we we were talking about them a couple of weeks back. We didn't even know if they were going to get into the postseason, and now they knock out the race. So, kind of a disappointing ending for the season. It is a very very disappointing end of their season. But you know, the Red Sox, I think we're downplaying just how good they actually are. Now, a lot of people faded them at the beginning of the season, and I am one of those people. They, I think, they surprised a lot of us. Definitely surprised me. Uh, they're an exciting team to watch. Kike Hernandez is just maybe one of the best October players you could ever watch. Um, and, you know, I thought the Rays made some smart, clever moves. I, I thought uh, Col pulling Colin McHugh a little early yesterday on, um, I'm sorry, on uh, Monday on the final game of the series. I thought that was an interesting choice. Yeah. But, uh, you, you know, it, it, it was a hard-fought series. But I feel like the Rays and the Rays pitching model is just always kind of not doomed to fail, but it hasn't proven to me that it can win a world series yet because there's just too many guys going out there. It seems like. Right. Exactly, man. Um, you know, now we'll see what happens here in the off season, what they're able to do through free agency and just getting healthy. You know what I mean? Next year. But that was one where I didn't really know who was going to come out in the AL and I'm still kind of shocked that it was Boston and, um, man. Yeah. Now we kind of get to see what the Rays are going to be able to do because that's two straight years now. Last year, I thought they should have won the World Series. I know that we've kind of said the same thing back and forth on this podcast. Maybe if they let Blake Snell go another inning or two, they probably do win the World Series. But yeah, I mean, now we kind of got to see what they're going to do, what, what they end up doing after this, uh, after this end of the season. 
Yeah, it's going to be an interesting offseason for the Rays. I believe they have some uh, potential free agents. Kiermaier, what's going to happen with him? I, I think there's just a lot of questions about the Rays, but I think that's a team that's going to be incredible going forward with the, the players that they have, like Wander Franco and others. Um, let's talk a little bit. Let's actually stay over in the AL, and let's talk about the other DS, and that would be the Chicago White Sox and Astros. Now, I was kind of really kind of getting on the White Sox, thinking that they were going to come out the gates rolling and stumbled badly out the gates the first two games. In fact, I'd say they stumbled out the gates all the way till the third inning of game three. Game three, their bats finally wake up. They go crazy in that blacked-out stadium over there in Comiskey. They take game three. They're going to be playing game four. As as of today, the day that we're recording this, Tuesday afternoon, I mean – what do you think? What, what do you think this team's got a shot? They're going to be going with Rodon. I'm, I'm liking what they can possibly do, but I got to say, just on the whole, I think I'm fading the, the White Sox. I think the Astros are going to move on. Yeah, man, the Astros are a scary team. And, you know, we talked about it. Do we trust the Astros a couple weeks back with that rotation? But I know what I trust, and that's pretty much everybody in that lineup, one through nine, because – everybody's a tough at bat. Everybody's going to see like seven to eight pitches. It seems I was pretty high on the white Sox. was on them games. One and two stayed away game three. Uh, in this game where we're recording here on Tuesday, you know, first pitch two Oh seven Eastern. I'm actually going to be on the under in that game under eight and a half. I think it's going to be a little bit low scoring. You got McCullers going for Houston Rodon going for the white Sox, trying to keep their season uh, together here. But Man, I'm with you. I, I think Houston's probably the scariest team in the postseason right now, definitely in the AL. We just got done talking about Boston, but right now I really like what I've seen from Houston. Don't really love what I've seen from the White Sox. I feel like it's kind of a replay from what I saw last year in the postseason from Chicago, just with a different manager. Uh, I'm with you, though. I think I'm fading the Sox. Do like the under uh, in Tuesday's game, though. You know what I really like in Tuesday's game? One, just the money line on McCullers because, you know, minus 110. If you take out your BetMGM app, that's a pretty good price that you're going to get on him, even though you're on the road against Rodon. My reasoning for this, more or less, is not about Rodon. Uh, it's about how long they're going to let Rodon go. And I feel like the bullpen has already been moderately taxed thus far this series for the White Sox. So they're going to probably get in that bullpen by the you know late third inning, possibly the fourth at the latest, unless Rodon's just absolutely going crazy. And that the other thing about it is it scares me that Lance Lynn would be penciled in to throw the next game because what Lance Lynn did in Houston last uh, last week just Leaves a lot to be desired, but for Tuesday's game, game three, McCullers on the money line, minus 110. I really like that. Not to mention this, a little bit of uh, first five inning action. I really like the Astros leading in the first five innings. Yeah, I like that a lot. I really like that a lot, actually. And, you know, I, I really don't want to bet Houston here because in the spring I did, you know, small, very small play on the White Sox to win the World Series. And even though I'm a Cubs fan, man, this is kind of the team that I'm rooting for, them and the San Francisco Giants. Um, but, yeah, I think it comes to an end. I like that first five play with McCullers. He's been lights out all season, and I definitely trust him. We'll see what Rodon's able to do on Tuesday if he could keep the Sox season alive. I just want more baseball. I want one more game in that series. Oh, me too. I, I Trust me, I, I'm fading the White Sox, but uh, as a baseball fan, I'm rooting for the White Sox. I desperately right. want the White Sox in the World Series. Can you imagine how much fun Tim Anderson would be in the World Series? Oh, my God. Give it to me. Inject it directly into my veins. And not to mention that, the other reason why I'm also kind of fading the Sox, Tapera, why are you talking about the cheating scandal from a couple years ago? You're just giving them more 
you know, just more motivation to beat you. Right. And I'm just, you don't need to get the Houston Astros more motivated than they already are. Exactly. No, I completely agree, man. That's why, I mean, going into the season, I was like, I won't be shocked if Houston wins it because you're going to have fans back in the stadiums for the first time since this all went down because they kind of got a free pass last year. But I think, if anything, it motivates them. It's kind of brought them all together uh, in a weird way. And so, yeah, you hear about sign stealing. I mean, that's been good. That's going on forever. So um, I, I would just keep my mouth shut in this position, man, because like you said, you don't want to poke the bear, especially anybody in that lineup. I mean, they're ridiculous right now offensively. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to, especially with a, a team that has Carlos Correa in their lineup, I'm not going to say a single thing about him at this moment. Right. Um, let's go over to the NL side because we've had some interesting ball games, very interesting ball games. I'm going to start with Atlanta and Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, this series is taking me by a little bit of surprise. I really was going to fade Atlanta. I was not feeling like they were going to be coming out rolling. And they have pitched, you know, they've just pitched their hearts out. Not to mention, I really think, Atlanta's is going to win this series. And it all comes down to one thing, pulling Peralta when they did. I was very against pulling him in the fifth when they did. They, they did it. I understand why they did it, but it almost almost to me felt like they were sending a message, like uh, the Brewers manager was sending a message to their entire offense that, hey, we got to pull our starter because we need, we need to get this run in because we don't trust our hitters. Yeah, man, I uh, did not like that decision from Craig Council, and I knew it was coming because that's just how he's managed his starters really for the last four to five years. And I get it because they're getting literally no offense. What do they got? Two runs in three games. Both runs have actually came in one inning uh, as well. They're 0 for 16, I believe, with runners in scoring position in this series against Atlanta, hitting 176 as a team. But still, man, I mean, you had Freddie Peralta absolutely dealing I know that you needed runs in that situation, but I hated the move. Comes back to haunt him, obviously. And, uh, yeah, you were pretty high on the Braves coming into this series. I was on the Brewers. And now on Tuesday, their season is on the line. And it's Eric Lauer taking the bump. Uh, he's, had a, he's had a rough year, man. I mean, he's dealt with injuries, COVID-19. But he has a 327 road ERA. He's pitched well pretty, uh, pretty much all season long. Um, I, I, I do kind of like the Brewers today to keep this season going. It might be crazy. I'm getting plus money. Last I saw over at BetMGM, I think I took it plus 133. You got Eric Lauer going against Charlie Morton. Look, Atlanta, Atlanta's doing it the right way, man. You got Charlie Morton. You got your ace in a closeout situation. But I think the Brewers keep this series alive for some reason, man. I'm going to back Lauer as a plus money dog and fade Charlie Morton. What could possibly go wrong in that situation with Atlanta at home? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going the exact opposite, man. Lauer. Hey, Lauer's been actually fantastic, especially in the second half. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, if this is an elimination game and your series is, season is on the line and you have the potential Cy Young Award winner in your stable, yes, it's short rest. I'm throwing Corey Burns out there tonight. I I do not uh, agree with throwing Lauer. I would have saved Lauer for, honestly, not even say, I would have re used Lauer for the bullpen. I, I would have probably gone with Corey Burns, Burns with my season on the lines. I do like the Braves today, but if the Braves do not win this game, I'm going to go ahead and fade them going forward. I think the Brewers will win the series if the Braves do not win this game on Tuesday. Not to mention, I like the Braves today on the run line. I expect, I'm just, and it's not about the wow. pitching. It's not about Lauer. It's entirely about the Brewers' offense. Is been anemic isn't even a word. I think they're just non-existent right now. And until they show me differently, I think the Braves are going to win this game five nothing. Man, 
Man, going against me here. I, I I mean, I got the I got the Brewers winning the World Series. I do completely agree. Like, if this goes to Game Five, Brewers will have all the momentum. I wish they went with Burns today. You know, I was listening to Milwaukee radio on my way back into town today, actually into DC, and I mean, that's pretty much what they're saying as well. As you have Burns, you have to throw him today. You can't rely and and. You know, we just got done saying it. I mean, Eric Lauer has been fine this season, but you have to go with your ace, and that's what the Braves are doing in this situation. He's well-rested. I was kind of shocked that they were going to go with Lauer, but we'll see. I also wouldn't be shocked if he only goes three, four innings. You know what I mean? And then maybe they go with Burns out of the bullpen with the season on the line. Although, I don't know. Obviously, you're probably saving him for a game five, so I guess you wouldn't do that unless you're going to throw Woodruff. We'll see, man. Craig Council always makes it interesting, but does. Um, I'm, I'm sticking with my Brewers pick plus money dogs on Tuesday. Hey, hey, don't think for a second I'm not rooting for you. I just I'm not expecting it at this moment because I listen. Yeah. We were you and I were actually talking about we were starting to worry about their offense a few weeks ago because they were starting to kind of pull it back a little bit. And we're like, hey, they better start ramping it up to get ready for October. They're going to face some serious arms and they are because Atlanta's got some serious arms. You saw what Max Free did. And keep in mind. They're going to be dealing with Max Freed in game five if they do win game four. So it's going to be a very interesting series going forward. Yeah, completely agree, man. Completely agree. I was actually um, I was on the under in Monday's game. So that ended up working out. I'm expecting another pitcher's duel. So on the run line, you're getting plus money right there. Don't hate the pick for Atlanta. We'll see if they're able to get it done. I still can't believe we're talking about the Braves in this situation where it looked like their season was coming to an end after they lose one of the best players in all of baseball a couple months back. And now they could be a series away from getting into the World Series, which is just crazy. Incredible. And and they're opt- And if they do win this series, they're going to be facing either the Dodgers or the Giants, two teams that they have played very hard. In fact, I believe they won their last series against the Giants. So yeah. it's going to be it's going to be interesting. This this October has been pure chaos. Hell, baseball since September one has been pure chaos, and it's been so much fun to watch. But mentioning those Dodgers and Giants. What a series so far. Giants have the lead 2-1 as we are currently speaking. They are playing on Tuesday evening, game four. Um, Listen, the Giants got DiScalfani on the mound. Good pitcher. The Dodgers still, as of right now, as of recording, have not made an official announcement, but everyone is pretty much speculating they're going to start Walker Buehler on short rest. What do you think about that? Man, I'd go with Buehler on short rest. And then you, I mean, because you have a, you have a well-rested bullpen after Scherzer went, you know, and he took the loss in a one-nothing game. But you have all your arms available in the bullpen if need be. It's do or die. And you're going against Di Scalfani, who, like you said, he's been magnificent all season long, except for against one team. He's been horrendous against the Dodgers. Six starts against LA this year. He's got an 0-3 record. His ERA is over seven against Los Angeles. That's the deepest team in baseball in the Dodgers uh, lineup wise. So I would go with Bueller because I think you just, I think you're going to be able to get the run support. I think they will get after D Scalfani and I think the Dodgers are going to win this game. So I like the decision if they do go with Bueller. And that's why I jumped on them on the money line when I got it minus 160. And I'd probably play that all the way up to minus 175, which I don't like to do. You know, I'm always looking for plus money, underdogs, good value. But in this situation, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. I just don't see the Dodgers season coming to an end on Tuesday night. But again, man, like I hate going against the Giants because all they do is continue to prove everybody wrong as they did on Monday night. But I'll be back in the Dodgers, especially if Walker Bueller is on the bump. I'm with you on that. I really am. I agree with you on how Discafani has pitched against the Dodgers. He's not been great there. He's been great against pretty much everybody else. Yeah. Um, but, you know, before before I even get to my picks, man, 
how has this series been, man? It's been killer. That game yesterday on uh, Monday evening, the, the wind was howling. I was in Los Angeles. I will tell you, our house was shaking. That's how much the wind was howling. You saw that ball hit by Gavin Lux with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. That ball had a, like a 96 percentile chance of being a home run. In fact, the Dodgers at that launch angle and that uh, exit velocity have hit like 38 home runs. Uh, and they were 38 for 38 on that exact number line. And which is incredible that it ended up being a flyout, almost what, right at the edge of the warning track. It was a crazy yeah. game. It's making yeah. me wonder how Evan Longoria actually got that solo shot over the fence. Seriously, man. And you almost have to feel for like, it's hard for me to feel bad for the Dodgers or Dodger fans because I mean, you know, you're, 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 you're pretty much battling for first place and you acquire Trey Turner and Max Scherzer at the deadline. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to feel bad for a fan base that gets whatever they want, but I'll tell you, I do feel bad for Max Scherzer after that performance on Monday night. What does he throw? 110 pitches, goes seven innings, give up just three hits, one earned run and strikes out 10 and still, doesn't get the job done because it's a one nothing loss. And it's just crazy. Like you look at that Dodgers lineup, man, and they're getting beat one to nothing. Absolutely wild how this postseason's been. But I do think that they keep their season alive. I think we go to game five. Then I really don't know what happens. I'm going to be rooting for San Francisco, but I just don't see LA season coming to an end on Tuesday night. So I will be on the Dodgers. I'm going to agree with you. I actually was able to take that pick earlier before they, uh, before we, you know, again, as of right now recording, they have still not officially named Walker Bueller, but everyone is very much speculating that Walker Bueller will be starting this game, as he honestly should. Um, I was able to get the ticket at one, minus 155. It's right on that Goldilocks nice. area for me. It's like 150 is almost like my almost too much rich for my blood type thing. I'm like, just not enough value, but. Like you said, there's just I don't see the Dodgers really crushing the Giants today. It's going to be a hard-fought game. I think both teams, though, uh, I think the over is going to come in big, minus 105, over 8. I, I really like that pick for the day. But not to mention that, a prop bet, both teams scoring three runs today. I think a yes at plus 115. I do think this is going to be a fairly high-scoring affair today. Yeah, I'm with you there, man. I'm with you there. I like the two games on Tuesday. I like the under in that Chicago game. I like the under in that Milwaukee Atlanta game. Even with Lauer going against Charlie Morton, I think that that's going to be low scoring contest. And this one, I think we're going to get some runs. And I think it's going to be the Dodgers bats finally exploding. At least I hope so, man. Fingers crossed because I do have money on them. I was looking at their team total, other ways to play them. Just going to play them on the money line, but I'm with you. If I'm making a play on the total, it would be the over as we record here, sitting right there at eight. I mean, my hopes are the Dodgers are scoring at least six runs themselves tonight against Di Scalfani, who, again, has an ERA, what, 733 against the Dodgers this season. I think they'll continue to have success tonight. I think you're right. I really do think this is going to game five back in San Francisco, and I'm still really feeling the Dodgers getting past the Giants. However, listen, the Giants have had the Dodgers number pretty consistently all season long. So this is, this is again... I feel like a broken record. I'm saying the same thing over and over again, but it's really anybody's anybody's no, really championship is. at the end of October. No, I mean, it really is, man. I was even looking at taking the Giants in the first five in this game, even though Di Scalfani has struggled, uh, just because we didn't know what the pitching matchup was going to be. And just because, I mean, it, it just seems like all season long, they've owned the Dodgers, not only like in the entire games, but in these first fives, like they always get off to the solid start. Uh, I'm just going to play. I'm playing the Dodgers tonight, but it's like you said, I, I, I won't, will you be shocked if like when we come back to record on Friday, we're talking about a Giants Braves uh, NLCS because I won't be. No, I won't be shocked at this point. After watching the Rays get knocked out by the Red Sox, especially in 
the borderline comical fashion that they did. I mean, just look at just look at game three alone. Game three with the ball off the wall by Kiermaier that bounced off Renfro that went over the fence. You know, they lose that game on a technicality. It was just it's been a crazy October already. We've seen dominating performances. We've seen some umpires calls actually affect games like this has been an incredible October and it's been fun to watch. It's been maddening to watch at times. But, man, I am digging me some baseball right now um looking looking going forward though we, you know we, you mentioned we're gonna have a show on friday we're talking about the cs's during that time what do you think we're gonna be looking at like right now if we're gonna take your just take your stab at it right now what do you think we're gonna be looking at as teams playing in the championship series all right so yeah i do think houston is gonna end up getting past chicago i'm open for another game at least and i am rooting for the white Sox, but i think houston's just too tough and then I think we're going to get Houston-Boston. And I think Houston's going to be too much for Boston as well, um, just with that lineup. And I think that we're going to get some high-scoring games. I think the series maybe goes six, maybe goes seven. But uh, I'm going to pick the Astros, actually, to come out of the ALCS. I do think that we get Houston and Boston. NL, I'm not going to make my official pick, but for the NLCS, I do think it's going to be San Francisco, man. I think it's going to be San Francisco, and I think they're going to be taking on the Milwaukee Brewers. I still, I'm giving the Brewers a shot to win this series. I'm giving the Dodgers a shot to win on Tuesday night, but I think if it comes down to game five, the Giants are going to pull off what I guess some are going to consider the upset, even though they've been the best team in baseball all season long. I think we're going to get a Giants-Brewers NLCS, though. I mean, look at, just looking at the Vegas odds in pretty much any book, especially the BetMGM book, you look at the Dodger games, even now, they're down, and they still are heavily favored at home. And I'm sure when they go to San Francisco, they're going to be heavily favored in San Francisco against the team that had their number all year and had more wins than them. Yeah, which is absolutely crazy, man. Like, and still, like, so today when we woke up for the first time, I think all season long, the Dodgers were not favored to win the World Series. Isn't that unbelievable? Like Incredible. All season long, San Francisco has been the best team in all of baseball, or it was the Rays in the AL. And we wake up today, I jump on BetMGM because I was like dozing in and out uh, on Monday night because that game didn't end uh, Eastern time. I don't think until like 1.30 a.m., that Dodgers-Giants game. I wake up on Tuesday morning, the Astros, plus 275, now the favorites to win the World Series. The Giants plus 300, second best odds. The Red Sox, plus 375. Right now, you could get the Dodgers. If you think that the Dodgers have a have a comeback in them down one game, they are now plus 550. You're getting a better price on the Dodgers today, <laughs> Tuesday, October 12th, dude, than you would have gotten in the spring. Isn't that outrageous? Plus 550. I legitimately think I'm going to go ahead and take a flyer on that. I think the Dodgers are going to move on. I really do. I, 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 you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put myself through the same scenario I put you through. I, I do think the Dodgers are going to come back in this series and move on and move forward to the CS against the Atlanta Braves. I think the Braves are going to finish this series today, uh, as on Tuesday, as of the day we're currently recording. I, I, I'm really excited to see it. Not to mention that you said you take Houston uh, going forward. Listen. After watching those Red Sox beat the Rays, I am not going to fade the Red Sox one more time. That team 
is unrelenting offensively, and their pitching has stepped it up to a different degree. Eovaldi is pitching like the star that he should be. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really excited for this, so much to the point where if I were to make my pick right now, what I think we're going to see in the World Series, I think we're getting a rematch of 2019. I think you're, uh, 2018, you're going to get Dodgers versus Red Sox, and I'm not going to lie to you, I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see that. I'll take Dodgers Strohs. I'll take Dodgers. Uh, I'll take a couple different rematches right there, man. I know we always talk about wanting new blood in baseball, but I mean, we're looking at the best teams right now. I just I can't get over the fact that you could get the Dodgers right now plus five fifty here down just one game in that series, and you're getting better odds than you would have got if you played them in the spring. That's why maybe sometimes it is good to hold off. But um, yeah, I, I think like honestly, I know it's cliche to say, but. As we record this, anything can happen today. Anything can happen tomorrow. I can't wait to look at what we got in the ALCS and NLCS when we uh, do our next pod coming up this weekend. Hey, just real quick, give me the give me that Braves number one more time. What is the Braves' futures on uh, actually winning the World Series? Yeah, the Braves' number um, right now. Which so I, really quick before I ask before I dive into that, who do you think? Because you were really high on Boston, who do you think goes Game One? Will it be? Uh, it wouldn't be Chris Sale going Game One of the ALCS, would it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't assume so. But based on how things are kind of lining up, I guess he should. He, he's kind of the most well rested. He he's kind of ready to go. I mean, you could go Eovaldi, but would you really want to start Eovaldi on a short rest day? Yeah. That's why I was asking. I wonder if they would save him for game two. Uh, by the way, the uh, Braves, six to one. The White Sox, 14 to one, plus 1,400. And the Brewers, plus 1,600. So the Braves right now, plus 600. You see some value in that one? I do. I do see some value in that because once you get to the CS, I mean, any it's anyone's ball game. It's just who's going to win that series. And I've been actually saying this for months when the Braves started making their run. I'm like, oh, my God, the Braves are going to get into the playoffs with 85 games and then win the World Series. And it's going to ha- – I'm starting to think, oh, my God, that, that outlandish prediction is starting to come to fruition right in front of our eyes. It's 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 baseball's been chaos this season. And I'm, I mean, it, honestly, can do you remember a more chaotic and honestly more fun baseball season this year? No, honestly, not. A, I, I really can't. Like we get done talking about the San Francisco Giants who nobody even thought we we're going to get into the postseason. You know, maybe you thought they were like an 80, 85 win team and now they can knock out the uh, Dodgers. You know, it's 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 been chaotic, man. So I would not be uh, I would not be shocked. And I kind of I, I feel like I'd almost kind of be rooting for it in the NL right now. If the Brewers don't get past the Braves, I feel like I'm just rooting for whoever comes out of that series. You know, and and I, also the other reason why Faith, I think there's some personal feelings here because I still, you know, I think just like everybody else in baseball, I have not forgiven the Astros, even though a lot of the members of the team aren't even on the team anymore. I'm not right. saying I'm right for having these feelings. But it's because of that I don't want them in the World Series. I just I I'm rooting for other teams, but you can't deny that the team's unbelievable. And also Dusty Baker is the coolest man who ever lived. I know. I hate that I have to root against Dusty Baker, man, because I love Dusty Baker. Hell, I like AJ Hinch. I mean, I wish there I mean, there's a couple different teams. We got done talking about the White Sox about how that should be their manager right now. Yeah, what a what a waste. What a what a missed opportunity. But I do have a theory about that. What is it? I have a theory because looking at Tony La Russa and, you know, Tony La Russa is a Hall of Fame manager, but you know, when they brought in Tony La Russa, you know, he's not going to be there for more than two, three years. I think they had to have something in place. And there is a member on that coaching staff who I think would be a terrific manager for that team. And that's Shelly Duncan. 
Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a good point right there. So they're just kind of grooming them here for the next couple of years. If I and trust me, I, I want to make this abundantly clear. I've not spoken to anybody in the White Sox, but based on how I looked, how Shelly Duncan's progression has been in his career, it seems like he, he's being perfectly groomed to be a big league manager. And he's already on that White Sox staff. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, especially because, like you said, he's already on the staff, and then you don't lose him here in a couple of years when it is time for him to get a man, you know, a manager job. And yeah, I actually, I, I think I kind of like that theory. I think that is a good theory. Yeah, but it, the only thing, would, hey, the only thing I'll say about the Astros, man, is for the World Series, it would kind of be nice. Like if we got a Giants Astros World Series, the Giants, even though the Giants win it like every four years, you know what I mean? We're we're talking about like them, like they're the ultimate underdog. They have more world series titles than uh, my squad, but still like, I feel like we'd get like the ultimate David versus Goliath battle where you get the good guys and the giants, the ultimate underdogs going against the villains and the Astros. Like you said, half those guys aren't even on the roster anymore, but we still all root against them. At least we'd get some good storylines in the world series if they do get in. And can I just echo that point you just made? This is the San Francisco Giants, a team that has won three World Series in the previous decade. And we are talking about them like they barely – we're talking about them like they're the Seattle Mariners in the playoffs right now. They won 107 games this year. And I agree, both you and I are wrong for doing that. Yeah, exactly, man. And it's funny just because we're talking about like some of the same guys. You know what I mean? Like Buster Posey the other night. Brandon Crawford, who was maybe, you know, we talked about that game on Monday night, that one nothing game from Los Angeles and the Dodgers. Brandon Crawford is the reason it was a one nothing game. He made about four stellar game-saving plays that changed the game. It's just crazy, man. That team, that team of all teams. And, and I find myself rooting for them. But like you said, three World Series titles, and we're treating them like they're the ultimate underdogs. Crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts. And baseball has been nuts, and it's going to continue to be nuts, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on BetMGM uh, MLB podcast powered by BetQL. We are going to be back, as we said, with another pod on Friday. We got to get ready for these CS. And guys, take a look at that BetMGM app. The lines are changing constantly. Uh, By the way, I haven't actually asked you about this. What do you think about this, Ryan? What, what What are your thoughts on in game bets? Uh, What, what lines do you like to look at? Yeah. So I like to look at the totals in these games um especially you know you got a shaky pitcher you got one on you got two on they start to warm up the bullpen you could look at some splits right there I've been playing a lot of live totals both over and under and then last night you know or Monday night I jumped on um I I jumped on the Giants actually a little bit later on I think in like the third inning when the price came down a little bit so sometimes you know I'll just look to jump on either the underdogs especially if the other team, like if the, if the favorites have a couple runners on, you know, and they go up to like minus 275, minus 300, you could sometimes get some really good value with an underdog who you think is live to win the game. And then the totals, man, I've been jumping on some live overs, especially in the AL, on the AL side. Yeah, I've been jumping on some, uh, honestly, some like mid-game money lines. For instance, uh, yeah. that game on uh, Sunday uh, between the uh, Rays and the uh, Red Sox. That game where, you know, it went to extra innings and it was a chaotic ball game. At one point, the Rays were only down by one run. It was, I believe, 3-2 at the time. And you could get a flyer on the Rays at plus 170 in the fifth inning to, you know, come back and win this ball game. And I, yeah, I'll jump all over that. And barring that crazy chaotic inning where the ball went over the fence and with yep. the uh, the rule on the Kiermaier double, you know, that would have that would have been a bet that would have won. Yeah, exactly, man. I was actually so on that fascinating. I find, I find in-game betting just, just as fascinating as, as futures. Oh, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. And sometimes, you know, you don't know which way to go on the side in the total. Like, take a 
Here, here's a good example tonight. We don't even know who's starting on Tuesday night for the Dodgers. You know, is it going to be Walker Bueller? Is it going to be somebody else? Obviously, it's not going to be a bullpen day on uh, when your season's on the line, but you could kind of hold off. You could wait. You could watch an inning or two and then fire away. Love, love the in-game betting. Yeah, especially if you don't like, say, the money line or you don't expect the run yeah. line to come in. You know, you, in-game betting is, you know, like you said, not only that, you also mentioned it during the future, saying, hey, maybe sometimes it is good to sit back and wait and see. And, uh, you know, that's one of those scenarios. If you don't like the Dodgers on the money line today, maybe wait and see. There might be something that pops up in-game for you that you want to take a look at. Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's what uh, the best part about our show, BetMGM Tonight is. That's what we do every single night, Monday through Friday. We'll probably be doing it. Uh, on Tuesday night, Wednesday night for these games, and then, uh, yeah, throughout the postseason. And make sure you check him out on BetMGM tonight. Dude, Ryan, give everybody exactly where they can find you. I'm at Ryan Horvat on uh, all social media platforms, except for TikTok. No TikTok for your boy. Uh, yeah, you can find me at Decker6 on Twitter and Antihero Baseball on Instagram. And, guys, make sure you like follow and subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcast that's bet mgm mlb podcast powered by betql that is it for me cody decker and ryan horvath guys be safe out there enjoy you some more divisional series we will see you later this week beat it